You are listening to the Reproducible Leadership Podcast with Stuart Hensley. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the LFC Reproducible Leadership Podcast. My name is Noah Cox. I'm here today, blessed with the presence of Pastor Stuart Hensley. Stuart, what's up? What's up, fella? Not much. You doing okay today, brother? I'm doing pretty well. It is a nice 40 degrees-ish outside here in Pryor, America. And you sound so professional. I I know. I I was really amazed by that. You're like, hello, everybody. Hello, everyone. Uh, This is my... uh, uh, what's uh, what's the guy from that movie? Um, uh, I forgot. Handsome Dan or oh, something. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, I was yeah. saying like, hello, I'm Johnny Cash. Hello, down, 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 listen down, to ninety seven point five. Yeah. The buzz. We want to see your face in the place tonight. The hey. church alive is worth the drive. Anyway, go ahead. Awesome. Yeah. Well, we are here today talking about uh, reproducible leadership. So, uh, Stuart. Uh, Talk about what's reproducible leadership. Yeah, yeah. Well, the whole point of this podcast is just trying to get into the hands uh, of our people, all the people, our church, that leadership is not a, it's not an accident. It's a choice. And uh, like other spiritual gifts in our lives, just because you don't necessarily have that gift of leadership or what have you, you still uh, have to learn these disciplines that are very important. And if our church here at LFC and our families individually you're going to be leading yourself leading others it's it, it affects every phase of life now of course selfishly we're looking from the perspective of the, of the, of the church um but the point of this podcast is something you can we can communicate encourage challenge and equip uh, our people to understand what a biblical leadership is how that's linked and tied to discipleship and how it's a biblical command that we're pouring the others and reproducing um you know leaders to to impact Every area of the kingdom, so that's kind of that's kind of the whole point of this, and and to have fun. We're mm-hmm. gonna have fun with it. Uh, something you can enjoy listening to, encourage you, challenge you, and all that good stuff. I love that. It, it starts with yourself. That's right. You, know, you can't lead others until you learn to lead yourself. That's I love that. Man. I love so, it. Uh, well, Pastor Stewart, uh, yeah. tell us more about yourself. So where, whenever it comes to leadership, where you've gotten to this point, um, uh, kind of the lessons that you have learned. But uh, for the listeners and the people here at Life Fellowship Church. Um, Tell us about sure. Stuart Hensley. Tell us about Stuart Hensley. Real, real quickly, I could go on and on, and, and for the, for time purposes, just to kind of get you a feel of why this is important to me. Um, you know, I'm very clear on, on what the Lord's called me to do. We all need clarity of, of your life purpose. I have a purpose statement. Uh, of course, those those, you know, oh, what's your life's purpose statement? What's your you know company's mission statement? It's your slogan. Uh, all that stuff. It's overused, yeah. and mm-hmm. it's really it's, it's it's a shame, but it's really important because if you don't know who you are. And, and how God's made you and what you're good at, you don't know where you're going, mm. you know. And Jesus was very clear on who he was, yeah. his mission, and what he was doing. And yeah. so we should follow that model. So my life's purpose statement is to love God, live holy, invest in others, and leave a gospel legacy. That's awesome. So it's real quick, real. it's not anything over the top, but I want to love the Lord with all my heart, soul, mind. I want to live holy. I want to be obedient, be pure. I want to invest into others with mm. the gospel. And then I want to leave something more than money a house or a car or investments. I want to leave a legacy that's continued through people. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of who who I am. Mm-hmm. And, of course, I, I live my life. It's called the Hensley Seven. It's seven core values. In fact, I've really never shared this in, in terms of the church, mm-hmm. which I, I will pretty soon. Yeah. Uh, but the seven core values we, my family lives by, that I live by, and uh, it's on my wall at my house. It's on my wall at my office here at the church. Uh, but we want to love. Number one is love. Number two is integrity. Three is humility. Four is purity. Five uh, the fifth one is self, um, 
self-control, self-discipline rather, mm-hmm. blank there, self-discipline. Uh, number uh, five is uh, six is courage, and then seven is excellence. Yes. And so I, I'll explain those later. But that's a kind of seven core values that we live by. My, my family does. We 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 really try to say, hey man, I'm really clear on what I'm doing with my purpose statement, and then here are those values that we can live our lives by and gauge, okay, is that working or not? So if I'm watching something, doing something, make a decision, does it add up to those core uh, values? Mm-hmm. Does it go through the purpose statement? If it doesn't, then why are we doing it? So yeah. point of that is we all should kind of have that. That's why our church has our, our, a, a very clear uh, mission statement. We have very clear values, same type thing. And so as leaders here at LFC, and no matter where you are, we want to be clear yeah. and we want to know what we're doing, how we're doing it. So we're all going to pull the same direction and yeah. it gives you, it gives you the kind of a compass, uh, gives you a, you know, a straightforward line to go on. This is what I'm trying to accomplish. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of why we're doing this. This is not because we want to add another podcast to your list, but we want something that you can encourage you, challenge you as a leader, as a person, as a visual individual, like you said, mm-hmm. leading yourself as number one is the hardest thing. Yeah. Your biggest enemy is the person in the mirror, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's kind of who I am. That's kind of when we're doing it. And uh, it's going to be a lot of fun to uh, move on down the road and see what God does. That's awesome. You know, having those disciplines set in place, uh, if you don't have a vision, then where do you begin? Right. And I think that's awesome. Um, what you share in the Hensley seven, those are, uh, when did you apply those to yeah. your family? When did, when did that come about? Sure. Uh, the journey began, uh, right around the time I had my first son, uh, trip. He's, uh, I can't believe it, but he's, he's turning uh, 15 here in September, which is crazy or 16 rather. Um, if I could turn back time, <laughs> if I could find a way. We don't, we don't have the rights to that song. So yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, so. Um, but it was right <laughs> at that time that I'm, I mean, you, I'm having my first son and, um, just the journey of ministry, the journey of life, and trying to figure out, all right, how am I going to do this? Mm-hmm. You know, because you kind of, you know, have first kid, you're like, oh, my gosh. It's like that, you know, that Lion King moment when you hold the kid up like, Simba! Yeah, yeah. You're like, what do you do? You know? And so I was like, well, how am I going to train this dude not to be, you know, an idiot? Mm-hmm. You know, and, yeah. and, and more than fear of, of, of that. Like, oh, this guy's watching me for everything. Yeah. I, so I'm like, I need to have my... Stuff together, stuff to, yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And then more than that, I want to honor the Lord, and I want mm-hmm. him to be a, a warrior and a champion, and, mm-hmm. and all these things for Christ. So, then holistically as a family, you know, Tara and I were like, "Are we on the same page?" Mm-hmm. And so, Tara's your wife, my yeah. wife, yeah, Tara, yeah. and sorry, she's my <laughs> wife, yeah. Um, and so from that, we just created these 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 values, these core values. Mm-hmm. I had a couple of buddies of mine that was in North Carolina, and well, it was came out, it kind of spurned out from a, basically a D group. Mm-hmm. And uh, this one guy had this list of value words, and I just kind of created this under seven. Now, people say, there's only six people in your family. The reason I did Hensley seven, because it's seven days a week. Mm-hmm. And so, you can, I mean, anybody can do what they want to do. I mean, mm-hmm. it could be three, four, five, ten, whatever. But I just did seven days a week. And so, I put it on paper, and then made a poster out of it. And then we go over this every day uh, with our kids. Um, and there's, you know, a, and we discipline out of that, we reward out of that. Mm-hmm. It just kind of helps us. Uh, be our, uh, you know, navigational tool from God's word. Yes. And yeah. of course, the, ver- the verse we always talk about in Proverbs, there's no vision, people perish. Well, people get in trouble that verse. Mm. Uh, the vision, okay, people cast off restraint that comes from God's word. Mm. So when you get a word from the Lord, a vision from the Lord from his word, then people don't lose control. Yeah. And so we want to take these core values and from God's word, his principles, and that way, our that's why our, my family, your family, and our church, we have these mission statement values. 
it's from God's word, mm-hmm. so we don't lose control. Yeah. So people don't, you know, go nuts. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of where it sprung from, and it just kind of multiplied uh, since then. Nice. And uh, we have little taglines, each of them, which we'll get to. Another, uh, we'll do a podcast on it probably. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's kind of how it came from. That's well, awesome. Yeah. Making sure that the foundation is, uh, you know, biblical. Correct. And um, that's honorable yes. at the same time. Yes. Uh, so you see, you, you have the Hensley Seven. Mm-hmm. Of course, seasons come and go. That's right. You, know, you learn things uh, differently, and you know you kind of pivot on your style of either if it's leading or the disciplines. You know, sometime in your life, you know, you have to hone in on this discipline, mm-hmm. or another life, it's something else. So, have those changed over the years, or have they kind of been consistently the same? Uh, it's actually a great question, yeah. and I think doing the. The hard thing is doing the right thing consistently over time. Hmm. It's hard to be holy and pure hmm. and love and be under control. So they don't only change um, how you explain them, how those live, are lived out may change based on or how they may be applied. How, how, how they applied. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, Tate's in third grade or whatever, or second grade. I mean, how that's applied to purity is different than when my two older ones and myself are, you know, older and have phones and TV yeah. and all that yeah. stuff. So, but these core values and disciplines and all these things come from God's word. So they never change the application does, um, but doing them well and putting them in front of us and living them out mm. and making that choice to be disciplined, uh, is, is really what the the goal is. And that's why we're doing this. That's why for, as leaders, yeah. if you're a deacon, if you're a, just a church member, if you're an elder, if you're a, a life group leader, you, you're in a D group, man, we're all leading some capacity. Yeah. At home, at at home, someone uh, the, the job may not record, know it, but someone's watching. On a yeah. team, you know, you're doing something. So you need to have some type of system mm-hmm. and some type of goal what you're trying to get at. Yeah. So that's kind of what how I look at it, you mm. know, because everything's a team, and we'll get to that in a second. But everything's a team, mm. you know, and you have to have a team around you. You're created for that. You're not created for be to be by yourself. Well, we're yeah, we're not meant to do this alone. thing alone. No, and it, we can try, but we're gonna. Hit the wall. You got it. Every time, eventually. You got it, man. So. so the life of LFC and the life we're talking about today, you know, as we dive in, the, the, the question you know, we're looking at, Noah, is is this. Um, we got to ask this. If we're going to be a – when people say, what is a leader, mm-hmm. all right, they think of that personality-driven, rah-rah guy. Or the athlete. Athlete, yeah, just, the guy that's good-looking, Ken go. Barbie, that has yeah. all the charisma. That, that actually – that doesn't contribute it also mm-hmm. it really is hard for those people to be better leaders hmm. a personality driven charismatic guy um you know that's not where you want to be there's a lot of great leaders that are really bad people mm-hmm. <laughs> i mean yeah. stalin and hitler were great leaders they're horrible people i mean we can go down the line they're they're yeah. they were his crazy. vision probably wasn't <laughs> yeah his, uh, he was nuts honoring to the lord uh, no it was a psychopath both of them but they at least from what i read yeah, yeah. but they were they were crazy <laughs> evil people but they they were leaders yeah. So you can leadership is 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 like I said. I uh, start out. Oh, here's a natural born leader. That is true to some extent, hmm. but leadership as a choice is not an accident, you know. And so we're That's talking good. about how do we lead in the in the context of whatever you're leading, yourself, family, and especially at LLC. You know, hmm. if we're going to reach people the gospel, and that is the premise of leadership. We want to reach people the gospel. You got to have people in front leading and doing that. And so we ask the question: What is leadership? How can I be an impactful leader? You know, how do I, how do, I do that? Um, first, you know, let's, let's kind of cover this little definition. John Maxwell, who's like the guru of all time when yeah. it comes to leadership, he defines leadership. And, and this, is, this is a very basic definition. This is not, of course, John Maxwell. This is like old school. Everybody knows this. 
Um, but leadership really is one thing. It's influence. John Maxwell says leadership is influence, nothing more and nothing less. Hmm. That's all it is. It's influence. Yeah. How do you know you're leading somebody if you look behind them and they're following you or not following you? We learned that. Well, who are you following? There you go. Yeah. Okay. Because to be a good leader, you have to be a great follower or something. Yeah. And so we we learned a lesson in the grade school. You know, if there's a kid that doing something and all of a sudden ten people behind you, then you're leading, you're influencing them. So um, that's kind of the, the deal. Is we want to create leaders here, and we talk about reproducible leadership. We want to reproduce good quality, godly leaders, disciples of Christ. Um, that are making uh, impact for Christ in the world. Yeah, sharing the gospel, being holy, making a difference—all those various things from God's word. So, what is leadership? It's influence. That's all it is. In Mark three, I love it when he's called the apostles, disciples, and he basically just—you know—he calls them up this mountain and says, "Hey, you know, here's the deal." And he says this phrase in, in, in fourteen, so that they might be with him and might send them. So the idea that we see is Christ is calling his 12 dudes, and the idea is that they might be with him, yeah, and then he's going to send them. So it's not just hanging out with Jesus and, like, learn all these cool things and being part of his, his, his group and, like, we're rolling with Jesus. Yeah. It's awesome. He's doing all these miracles, blah, 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 blah. Uh, we know him personally. Well, the idea is he's with them to send them. Yeah. So the idea is you spend time with Christ and then you go and influence somebody else. Because, of course, it goes on and says he gives them authority to preach and also to cast out demons, all those various things. Uh, that's the idea of leadership, that we're creating disciples and followers. We're influencing people to continue to live uh, for Christ and to continue to make him known. Hmm. That's what we talk about leadership here, uh, here at LFC. Everybody can do that because everybody can influence. Yeah, Everybody can. This is not some special talent that's dropped on some people's oh you are the anointed one this is ridiculous yeah and it, a lot of times people think oh i can't be a leader or i'm not creative everybody's creative everybody can be a leader now certain people have like we said natural born abilities in some areas but it doesn't mean you can't you know just because you're not great at something doesn't mean you don't work to be good at something yeah i mean i'm not great at a lot of things mm-hmm. but i can at least be good Mm-hmm. I don't just ignore it like it's not there, you know. And so that's kind of the the, the thing we're we're looking at today is how do we do this? And, and if you're if we want to be leaders of impact, um, and we can talk about leaders, servant leaders, because Jesus was. Yeah. How do we do that? Okay. And and look, a servant leader, a servant leader's success is only accomplished. All right, it's only accomplished not through power, position, or prestige but rather through the influence of people. Hmm. I'll say it again. The servant leader's success, because when we servant leaders, not just a leader, yeah. a servant leader, okay? All right? That success is not accomplished through power, position, or prestige, but rather through the influence of people. So if you're a great servant leader of impact, and that's what we want to produce here, mm-hmm. It's not through being in charge, authority. It's not through a, a certain title, a position, and it's not through prestige and all the emotion. It's through one thing. If it's through always through the influence of people. Yeah. So that that nullifies this personality-driven, big. You got to do all this. No, I mean everybody can do this. This way, you have to talk this way. Yeah, it's. Or you don't have this money, or you don't have this title. Uh, you know the whole 
positional leadership. That never works. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody's been in a job and everybody's had a boss they really like yeah. because they're invested in them. Mm-hmm. And, and they've had bosses because you have to do what they say because of the title. Yeah. You're like, this is no fun. Okay. So, so you just mentioned positional leadership, right. but going back to servant leadership, you know, I know one thing whenever um, I came on board here at Life Fellowship Church, that's kind of the first time hearing that phrase. So for someone who just has, may not have heard this before or has, but doesn't really understand, okay, define that. Uh, describe just quickly, what's servant leadership? Yeah. Uh, we could do a whole well, maybe, yeah. we, we what could, do a, whole, a servant we could do a whole podcast of that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in, that, in a nutshell, servant leadership is about to me is about motive. Hmm. A servant is not about uh, themselves; it's about serving someone else. So my job, if I'm leading you, Noah, it, this, a selfish motive is I'm going to do all these things so I can get you to do what I want you to do, and it's about me. Servant model is I'm going to serve you in a way and lead you in a way where it actually benefits you and makes and, and helps you in your journey. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Jesus was a servant. He washed feet. He he was humble. All these various things, he did it uh, not for his not for uh, you know the idea of of, of, uh, of course it's about his glory. Yeah. But the idea of man, I'm going to serve you so you will go serve others. Yeah. Right. Join in imitating. It's a me. self. Yeah. It's a selfless life, mm. and and that's what people don't understand. Leadership is not. I'm in charge. I'm the man. Leadership is. I'm here to serve other people, so the the greater good gets done. That's why we're doing. We're doing. You know, if I own a company, I'm a your best asset is your employees. Yeah. So if I don't take care of them, then they won't take care of the customers. Like it's like fast food and quick service industries. These people are depending on 16, 17, 18 year olds at a counter. Mm-hmm. So millions of dollars into your business at a, at a vast food joint, you're depending on a 17-year-old. Uh, you go to a restaurant, and the person that's the hostess, you're depending on an 18-year-old, 19, 20-year-old to be nice and kind. Yeah. Because if they and to don't, know what they're doing. Yeah, 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 if they don't do their job, they're not coming back. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we can go on and on and on. You know? yeah. so, but what does this look like? A leader of impact, a impact, servant leadership. Jesus showed us that. He said he was with them, and then he sent them. We wanted the same thing here. We're talking about this idea of reproducible leadership. Man, what does that mean? Okay, how do we, how do, we do that? So if we're going to do that, a couple things that I want to go real quickly, and I want us to think about. And these are, and these are not, a, not an exhaustive list here, okay? These are just real quick a uh, few things that we I think we can glean. First, a, a leader um, that makes the decision to be a servant leader that wants to make this, this, this picture, this impactful deal of influence. Once again, you're influencing others, and you're going to impact people for Christ. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in, influence people to do all these things in any arena, mom, dad, kids, whatever. First, there needs to be a pattern of the leader of never-ending learning. Hmm. So if you're going to be a great, impactful leader and serve others, you yourself always have to be learning and growing. You never come to a point in life where I got it all figured out. I'm stopping. We do that all the time. We think, oh, we got this thing under control. No. Um, man, what are you reading? What yeah. are you listening to? Uh, who are you meeting? Um, you know, where are you going? Mm. The people, places, and, and things you surround yourself will determine who you are. I mean, what are you staying up to date with cultural issues? Yeah. Do you know what's happening outside of our little worlds? And that gets harder and harder as you get older because we 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 don't want to. I mean, it's hard to stay relevant as you get older. <laughs> yeah, I mean, keeping up with the times. Yeah. I don't want to. Yeah. I mean, it's like that's boring. I'm own way of doing things. Yeah, yeah. You know, but an impactful leader. Um, in any capacity, is going to stay current on what's happening. And are you learning, especially like in business? I mean, you, you get behind, even in church. 
church has changed dramatically in 20, 30 years. Yeah. When it comes to technology. Okay, social media, thus this podcast. Mm-hmm. 25 years ago, this was non-existent. We're still sending newsletters out, you yeah, know. For so sure. we're always learning. So how does it look in, in your learning process? Who are you listening to? Mm-hmm. What questions are you asking? What are you reading? What are you listening to? What are you talking to? Who are you talking to? You need to always be learning. Mm-hmm. Putting something in front of you is, is, is a key, and I think that's very important. That's good. And I, I, whenever it comes to always learning, you know, for someone who this, this style and this idea of servant leadership, uh, it, can, it can be intimidating. You mm-hmm. know, it can be uncomfortable. Uh, I think one thing that uh, I think we do a good job here and something not only that you've uh, kind of motivated me to um, do, but is to take risk. Yeah. You know, whenever it comes to never ending learning, okay, it, it, it can be a podcast, it can be a book, it, it can be education, uh, it can be a multitude of different things. But taking the risk of getting out of your comfort zone, I think it, it really does, of, of course, going before the Lord, hey, Lord, shaping me, clean up whatever I need to. Uh, clean up, right. you know, remove my heart, help me to stay focused on uh, on vision to what and how you want me to lead. Uh, but it begins with kind of taking that risk and getting out of that comfort zone. And, and sometimes you, you you read things and look at things and you the old phrase of you, you, you know, swallow the fish and spit the bones out, you know, mm-hmm. not everything you're going to apply. Yeah. But you're like, oh, that's good. I mean, you may go to a conference, may read a book, may read a, uh, listen to a podcast, and go, that's that one. Okay, good. And other stuff, you're like, other stuff, you're like well, that's not cool. But that's okay. You're all, your posture is what you're saying. Mm-hmm. is leading because you're, you're, you want to make sure that you're clear yeah. and, you're, and you're doing that. Second thing we're looking at, okay, if we're going to be impactful leaders, and this is anybody. Once again, these apply to a student. These apply to anything. You're always learning. Mm-hmm. This applies to the life group leader that's, that's, that's older. You're always learning. The second thing is this. You want to be a catalyst um, for for positive and needed change. Hmm. You can be a catalyst for positive and needed change. You can't be scared of what you're saying, taking some risk, and you can't be shy of going, we need to keep pushing forward. Now, that does not mean you compromise on values and compromise on bedrock issues. No. Yes. Yeah. We're talking about you're, you're always a catalyst for positive and needed change. You have that big word, vision. Yeah. All right. You see what others don't see. So if we're going to be growing and, and be an impactful leader, not only in individuals' lives you can see that, but whatever organization you're over, mm-hmm. whatever family you're in, you need to see what others don't see. You're a catalyst for always a positive, and I use the word positive there, because no one has room for negativity. Yeah. No one likes a negative person. No. And no one likes a negative leader. Um you can approach a subject that, and, and handle it with care if something's not right, but always give the solution, not just the problem. Yeah. You know, I, it drives me nuts when you get to people, well, you know, a year ago, this happened. We know that happened. Let's move forward. Mm-hmm. Now, let's identify it. Let's evaluate it. It's a whole other conversation. Yeah. Don't ignore it, but let's be positive about, okay, what do we have positive going for us here? And then what's needed to change? Mm-hmm. And then take that chance. You, you have to have vision. What are we seeing what others don't see in ourselves? Real quickly, it's like with kids. I love my kids. Some people sometimes think I'm mean to my kids because I'm a realist with them. What they don't see is if I'm telling them, hey, you may not be good at this, but look at this right here. Yeah. These are some qualities you have. Let's build on that. Okay. That is an idea of positive 
It needed change. Yeah. If you're built this way, then we need to change these things and have vision for things. And that's your organization, church, special life fellowship. We need the leaders here looking for the positive and need a change. The best idea wins, Noah. Mm-hmm. And we can't just have the same two people with all the ideas. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's number two. All right. And it's very important that we do that. Number three, this is this is huge. If we're gonna be an impactful leader in any role, I don't care what you're doing, a pattern never never in learning. A catalyst for positive need to change. Third thing, it's investment in and through people. Investment mm. in and through people. It's got it's got to be. It has to be personal. Yeah. Not generic. We throw these phrases out. We do these things because it sounds good. We're stealing other people's stuff, and we're not creating what God's asked us to do. Now, there's certain core things you can learn and glean from the churches, organizations, families. I mean, obviously. Yeah. But make it personal and make it, you have to invest in and through people. When you're leading a team of people, you're leading your family, it needs to be personal, not generic. Yeah. All right. When it's called a personal development plan, we do those here at Life Fellowship. Yeah, it's the template's the same, but all of us have different needs strategies and strategies. Different. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You know, you, and you could probably speak that too. Yeah. But how I motivate Noah is different how I'm going to motivate uh, Jordan, who yeah. works here. Mm-hmm. Um, just the other night, we had a conversation about something, and I was very aggressive with you. Mm-hmm. I wasn't mad at you. I don't think you took it at me being mad at you. I, I mean, I cried for you, yeah, I mean, at you would, home. But you wouldn't have cried. It's all good. But it's all good. But it, it was good tears. It, 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 was, it was great tears. <laughs> But I I, I, I appreciate your servant <laughs> leadership. <laughs> mom, mom. Um, you know, I'm going to be a little more aggressive with you mm-hmm. than I would Jordan. Not because she's, you know, oh, she's a, you know, she's beneath you. No, mm-hmm. I, I should know her strength witnesses and your strength witnesses and understand proper communication. The heart is the same. Correct. The approach, there different. Because yeah. pers- I'm personally investing in you. Yes. Trying to make you better, for, for example. Mm-hmm. Okay. We don't just do generic things. I hate that. You know, it's like, well, I'll tell you what, here's the rule for everybody. No, that's not, that, that doesn't work. Yeah. You know, so you're investing in people, you're investing in your kids, you're investing in your life group, investing in your D group, um, and you're investing in and through them. Because mm-hmm. it doesn't stop with you. If you do your job, then they'll go invest in somebody else. Yeah. So the, the legacy, which we'll talk to you here in a second, it, it keeps going. Yeah. It's through, so it doesn't stop, okay? So if you're going to be a, a leader uh, that impacts people, you have to m- think about ways to invest in people you're over, not generically, but personally. That's creative. That takes time. That yeah. takes prayer. And that takes chance and risk. Because mm-hmm. sometimes it's, it's uncomfortable. Yeah. I can tell you a slew of things I've done with people uh, at times, like, well, you mean to do that? Sure did. Okay? Because it fit them, their system, mm-hmm. okay? That's so good. four, all right, number four. If you're going to be an impactful leader in any capacity here at LFC, we're talking about the idea of this, this reproducible leadership, impactful leadership, it's influence. We're, we're, we're talking about that. Christ said, you're going to be with me, and I'm going to send you. That's the idea here. We want to grow people and then send them, yeah. okay? Number four, you must be more about team wins than individual wins. That's good. Okay? If the, the goal of getting the players in the right position and with the right attitude and mentality of serving each other, the more clear they are on their stuff, the team wins, and then there's more success. Yeah. 
if you have one person that's good at something and it's an individual thing, the team doesn't win. So if everybody knows their lane and understands their giftedness and understands, you know, okay, if I do this with excellence and do it the right way, the team is going to win every time. Yeah. All right. And we want the team win. Your house, your home, your family. Okay. When your kid is learning how to vacuum, as crazy as that is and annoying as it is, they don't do it just right. The more they do that, that frees up time for mom and dad to invest into them and the team wins. Yeah. So we can go on and on. But man, you're more about the team than the individual. That's why personal investment is so important. Mm-hmm. And they work together. And we win, and it's pretty cool. And also, just allowing those people to step into those roles that God has gifted them with uh, to this team. You know, something I wrote down is an invite people to the table. You know, I think one thing that I've learned uh, early on, uh, we have something here at Life Fellowship Church at midweek uh, where we come in. You know, we have services for youth. We have uh, stuff going on within our kids' life ministry. Uh, but we had kind of an event going on that night, you know, and I was kind of overseeing, making sure everything was all delegated correctly. But I was so focused on the details, I didn't invite anyone to the table. Mm. So at the end, and we've and we've talked about this, yeah. where at the end of the night, you know, I'm you know I'm breathing heavy, I'm you know I'm overthinking a lot, I'm stressing out, and at the end, did the event, did the night go well? Okay, yes. Was it a win for the people? that attended midweek oh sure yeah but was it the win for the team no no because i didn't invite anyone to the process so the, the, the funny thing is literally all the staff team is standing in a corner watching Noah run around sweat literally sweating it was a crossfit workout <laughs> for sure <laughs> and yeah. we we're like just shaking our heads going okay but he learned yeah. from it yeah. and in the team won't win uh if the individuals don't understand the bigger picture. Well, it's all about taking along people for the ride. That's right. So, uh, no, that's good. No, so it's, it's a great one, and you learn a lesson, we, and we all do that. It's, mm-hmm. not, it's not because you're bad or dumb or, you know, but we, we, we have to understand it's about the team, not the individual. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, that's the thing about being a servant leader. It's very, very important. Uh, last thing is this, number fifth, we're up to up today. Um, if we're going to be this impactful leader that do these various things, and that's the kind of leader we want to be, and we want to reproduce leadership, and we want to see people come to Christ and, and, and help promote that from families all the way out to schools, whatever you're doing, okay? Number five is this. You must create the goal or create the vision of legacy. I mentioned this kind of a minute ago. You as a leader, you're always creating legacy, all right? That means you're training people to continue what you're putting in them. Mm-hmm. And if you do that right, it multiplies leaders. And we're about multiplication here, not addition. Yeah. And that's how the gospel started. It, because these 12 dudes understood what was going on, and they multiplied. Mm. And so create the goal and the vision of legacy. And speak about that. Talk about it. I tell my kids, hey, my goal is for you to be a great dad one day. My goal is for you to be a great husband one day. And you can teach your kids this. Hey, team of Noah, all these people on our team, our goal is to you go and create teams, you pour into them, and, man, it just keeps going. We know we're winning, and I'll put this in a church context, when we do stuff at the church, when we could stand in the corner as leaders and just watch it happen. Yeah. Now, there's certain things we need to do, but when we can sit back and watch the leaders lead and the team lead, we've won. There's legacy. Now yeah. they know their lane. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, because they know the vision. They know the vision. Yeah. There it goes. And knows the, the process of what we're trying to accomplish. Hmm. Um, if you have three people that do everything, you're not going to grow. 
and I'm not saying just numerically, mm-hmm. growing spiritually, growing as an organization, family, all these various things. Yeah. So it's so important that we understand that, we do that, and we grab hold of that. Once again, what is leadership? Influence. You can be an impactful leader in any uh, discipline out there. Family, business, church. It's not a personality. Yeah. It's, a, it's a choice, not an accident. We all can lead, and we understand what that is. Mm-hmm. So leading, always being a learner. You're always a cast for positive and to change. Investing in and through people. Mm-hmm. Team wins more than individual wins, and you're creating the goal of a legacy. That is the golden picture we're talking about of leading for impact or have impact as a leader. That's awesome. And again, this, you know, all these things you can have, uh, the resume, you can have all of this down on paper, but you're not going to be able to excel in this if you're not walking with Jesus. All comes down to him. So we have a beautiful manual of leadership within God's word. That's right. So uh, prioritizing that above all else and then letting everything fall into place with uh, the influence uh, you know something that we also talk about is who who's on your team mm-hmm. who are you influencing but more importantly equally on the other side who are you being influenced by you, uh, you know you can have the podcast the pastor the accountability partner uh, your brother in Christ or sister in Christ whoever that may be a mentor uh, but if we're not honing in on uh, the example that God has placed within his word then it's just, it, we're, we're, it's going to be chaotic. It's chaotic. So following that model is very important. So uh, while all these things are great, I mean, there's so many things that we can kind of go off on and um, talk about and elaborate more. Uh, but that's kind of the vision and the goal for this podcast here at Life Fellowship Church, talking about reproducible leadership. So um, if you have any questions or any uh, things that uh, you would like for us to talk about or any of the questions that we talked about today, uh, you can email me at noah at lfcprior.com and then uh, Pastor Stuart Hensley, uh, same thing, Stuart at lfcprior.com. So, uh, Stuart, any uh, closing thoughts? Looking forward to this podcast and how we can equip uh, our church and the people for the, for the cause of the gospel. And uh, we're all about reproducing leaders, and, and we want to see that happen in, in many ways. And so if you have questions, comments, or topics, yeah. uh, man, let us know, and we'll handle them. And uh, it's going to be a lot of fun, and you guys are awesome. It'll be great. All right, well, see you all next time.